on today's episode of the podcast. It sounds like you're reading off a script, yeah. mate. <laughs> on today's episode of the podcast. Mate, it's my first time. You know, oh. we're going to keep rolling. We're going to be sure smart ass. We're okay. going to include this in the final edit, aren't we? <laughs> All right, so um, this part, um, I all I'm trying to do in this first episode is not say um or and. Can we achieve that, Grace? No. Okay, but fair enough. Carry on. <laughs> so the Astute Podcast, what are we here to talk about? I guess it's everything behind the scenes um, at the agency, what we do in regards to photography, videography, talent management, content creation, planning, strategy. It's a whole bunch of boring stuff, but we'll get some fun stuff as well. And we'll have, we did have lots of guests planned. but And we still do. We still do. We still do. But unfortunately, we got put into lockdown. But, you know, in true agency form, we thought we would still get our podcast live. Not much, not much star power. I mean... I've only got a couple of thousand followers. You've got three-fifths of nothing. So. I've got 350 very engaged followers. How many people watch your story? <laughs> 350. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I've got like 800. Right. Um, let's get into it. Let's talk about what – talk about COVID 2.0, this lockdown in Sydney. Is that what people are calling it, 2.0? I'm calling it that. Oh, yeah. Right. First of all, can I just crack this? It's ASMR. So – how did it all transpire? I can't remember the date, but, you know, to Saturday, this is week, this is week three of lockdown. Mm-hmm. When we first found out we are going into lockdown three Saturdays ago, whenever it was. Yeah, it was the Friday. What happened? Talk me through it, Grace. Oh, look, I was pretty pumped, honestly. It doesn't really bother me because I knew that we could still operate as normal. Like, the way we're set up now to work remotely, I knew we could do it. What's so different from now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just knew that we'd still be able to function. Well, you know, we've got all our creatives, our internal team, everyone's happy to work at home, but we just needed to definitely crack the whip a little bit in terms of making sure everyone was set up for success and not just going home and being like, what the heck am I doing right now? And how is that different to last when, the f- when we didn't know how the w- if the world was going to end or not? Yeah. The first well, that one was interesting because we we're in such a different position. It was just you and me at our co-working space. We didn't even have... Oh, that little shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at that point when lockdown really popped off between March... March, was it? February, March? Yeah. You February, weren't even... Towards the end of February, I thought I was Mr. Hotshot. Oh, you know what? It was March. I think I was still coming to the office space because no one yeah. even knew well, lockdown, what was going on. Lockdown, I remember on. from the gym, was 20, 23rd of March was hard lockdown. You mm-hmm. just stopped coming into the office. I don't remember why. I don't remember. I don't remember. The <laughs> last 18 months have been a bit of a blur. But it was very much just me keeping myself accountable. Correct. And how just you us been, hanging out. How have you been keeping the team? What's, how have you been keeping the team and managing them? Well, it's been definitely an interesting pivot going from me being the sole kind of co-founder. <laughs> Your sole responsibility to, a stu- to us having a full team that we have to manage. Mm-hmm. So... I guess learning how to be using, a manager. Using all those subscriptions, Slack. Yeah, Slack, the Zoom. What else teams. have we got? Getting Monday.com. I don't think. Too much of a plug. Monday.com? Yeah. Monday.com. Yeah. Monday.com. Maybe they should sponsor us. I know. That's what I'm know. saying. I feel like we don't have a workflow manager yet. No, we Good really don't. Know. I am the workflow manager. Right. So. so just making sure that everyone has task lists, everyone knows what they're doing, making sure everyone touches base with me at the start and the end of every day. We have a team meeting at the start of the day, which I call the fire drill. Why do I call it a fire drill? I don't really know. I just think it's like a corporate term that people use. Right. And Chris asked me what it meant. And I think, you know, what happens when you're in a fire drill? You could just go and stand on the grass and everyone's got to <laughs> talk and know what's going on. 
Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just got to make sure everyone's got accounted it. for. Because I, I saw that invite come into my inbox and I was like, what? You're what like, exactly what fire drill? Fire drill? Yeah. But, and how, um, what's, what's happening with projects with things that were already pipelined? What's, what's the update there? Mm, good question. We're just kind of deciding what needs to go ahead, what's priority and what's not priority. My Muscle Chef, they're always super keen to shoot and get content out because they are an essential service. You know, they're delivering food straight to, straight to your doorstep and yep. to retail as well. So they always need content that is fresh and relevant. They have new product launches all the time. So we're doing a, a shoot with them, a production next week mm-hmm. uh, for two new product launches. That's exciting. So that's going ahead. So that takes up a lot of pre-production planning time for me and the team. And then the clinic as well. So the clinic, they are in Bondi Junction. The clinic is closed, but they do have a e-commerce st- store uh, where they sell their products. So lots of new launches there on their website. Yeah, a new website. website Looking good. Went live during lockdown. Um, yeah. Good timing in in that regard, but obviously not great in regards to creating content. So we have to manage that. Yeah. Tell, tell the people we do have a COVID safe plan. We do have a COVID safe plan, courtesy of Gladys. It's looking good. Needs an update as of um, June 2020, the last version was. So that's getting updated today. Um, you know, just making sure everyone has hand sanitizer on set, wearing masks. masks. We should be wearing masks. Do you have COVID? I don't have COVID. No, I don't. No, we're not allowed to joke about that because it's very serious. I could go on uh, a rant now. Maybe I should take this opportunity to go on a <laughs> rant. 112 cases today. Well, you know, your, your Instagram, if it's anything to go off, you're definitely in the mood for a rant. What, what did you post yesterday? Tell me about it. Oh, the scare campaign. The, the federal government and what they've released as their, as their prop, I'm calling it propaganda. And I'm putting this out there, puts my face to the content, makes it a lot more real and personal. But that's okay. I stand by my opinion and my thoughts. And they are my own. My own. They're not representative of anything I'm associated with, they're my opinions, but you know, everything that I do talk about and post about is very much fact-based uh, and genuinely fact-based as in source from government resources, <laughs> not from kooks and your, all the QAnons not out YouTube there. Not YouTube videos? No, not YouTube videos. You know, everything is very much a government resource um, or a health health service, whether it's Australian or I've been reading a lot of things about the Delta variant out of Europe and the early indications of kind of how the movement and how that's going to trend over... The next, I guess, four weeks for us is what I'm predicting for lockdown in Sydney anyway. Um, I think, Gladys, if you were listening, you and your mate Brad. <laughs> Kerry's good. Kerry's just doing her job. You know, it's, it's, it's Brad. I've got a bone to pick with, but we'll leave that for another episode maybe. Um, you know, I think, you know, the, the, the tiered support packages that they've proposed for small business. What is it? It's a laugh. I actually don't know. $10,000, $10, 7000 and... 3,000 or it might be 10, 5 and 3, whatever it is. And you need to be in lockdown and not in business? No, it's based on revenue um, oh. and your decline in revenue. I think it's 70% decline, 50% and 30% decline. Makes eligibility. Point of the story is, you know, a lot of small businesses, Astute being one of them, but also Ion Training um, being my other main business, is it's very real on the street. I'm not saying I have the answer for COVID-19 uh, and, the del- and the current Delta strain, but I do know that as a small business leadership wise from a state and federal level I, I don't feel I don't feel my opinion I don't feel it is adequate um, and there was a really good piece put out yesterday by Mark Burris talking about mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to I don't want to cry poor it's not about crying poor but I think a lot of small businesses don't they're not heard because the problem is a big problem I'm not mm-hmm. not a Neanderthal I'm not talking not, I'm not someone that is unreasonable. I understand is a significant problem that is a big strain financially on the government as well. You know, JobKeeper last year obviously has put us in a hole for 
probably longer than I, I'm going to live, um, mm-hmm. to be honest. But I think the the way that it's been handled from a, especially this scare campaign, which is what your question was, was, you know, they're talking about, they're showing the most severe symptoms of COVID, which we know that the Delta variant based on... Can you Diamond, run us through the video, what it was? Oh, it was just someone who's... It was basically... Oh, because people might not have seen it. Right? No, it was exactly. Someone, I hadn't seen it right, other right, than on your right. Sorry, Instagram. first podcast, my bad. So, <laughs> podcast, it's, um, it was a highly produced video. You know, being in marketing ourselves, we can appreciate the elements of, you know, creative, the creative aspect and the planning and the set and the design. Um, it was a female that was on a ventilator, um, struggling to breathe. On a, in a hospital bed. In a hospital bed. And, you know, she was having a very bad time, right? Um, now, I'm not saying, once again, I understand. I have friends that work for New South Wales Health, um, people at a relatively high level, I understand it, and it is a very real thing. You know, if you end up on a ventilator, um, it's not going to be a fun time. What was the what was the tagline? It was it can uh, happen stay to at anyone. Home. No, yeah, basically, but the end, it could be which, you, which is the point. It, it was like be uh, stay home, yeah, stay safe, get uh, vaccinated, so, no, stay home, said. book your vaccination, and something else. And my my bone to pick is that's cool. You can spend as much above the line budget you want on advertising that, and they've said specifically that they're targeting that towards Sydney because obviously there's a very big mm. issue in Sydney at the moment. Um, but and young people, they keep and saying. Young, they keep young saying and they're pushing that, they're pushing that narrative. Um, and it is propaganda. By definition, it is propaganda because you see that video, you watch it, and, you know, some people will be distressed by seeing that. So they mm-hmm. will go onto the relevant website in their, in their jurisdiction and they'll, pick, they'll try to book in for a vaccine and it, they will be met with the notification which I was met with. Which is yeah, there's such a disconnect. Correct. They're like, you go and get vaccinated. Correct. Oh, you're under 40, you can't get a vaccine. Correct. You're not eligible to get vaccinated. And yeah. there is a, there's a one-liner, um, which is the AstraZeneca. Um, and I can't remember. The website is so confusing. That's a whole different issue. I'm not going to rant about that. But, you know, it says you, if you do want to consider the AstraZeneca vaccine, um, speak to your GP about it. You know, that in itself is worded poorly because you're already placing an element of doubt in the person reading. It's like, why do I need to speak to my yeah, GP? Yeah, what does that even mean? Well, because of the whole blood clotting thing, right? Of course. Now, I'm right. not saying the blood clotting thing is is or is an issue. Like, they're saying it's a one in one in 100,000 chance, right? So they're saying one in an uh, NRL grand final, your one person will die. That's the essential statistics basically behind that. Um, the point being is this lockdown is bad for business in summary, so we don't carry on about this, this topic. Um, it's ob- incredibly bad for business, and I don't know if this is the best way to handle it. And I definitely, definitely have an opinion on how the marketing because that's what it is. It is ultimately marketing, yeah, what we're absolutely. here to talk about. It is the marketing of um, the scare campaign, which other countries, and last night in my post I spoke mm-hmm. about, other countries have handled, in once again, in my opinion, a much better way. Yep. Um, it shouldn't be a scare campaign. Right? And it I think it doesn't need to be, like, laughed about. It doesn't need no. to be a joke or, like, It doesn't we take don't away the seriousness John. at it no point, right? Yeah. Um, it doesn't need to be a charade. It's also not bad to have Elton John, which the NHS had. Yeah. Right? And it's not bad to have, you know... Um, Hollywood movies, which mm-hmm. the CDC had in America. Yeah. Um, but I think they've missed the mark and a lot of people agree with me. Do you think yeah. that they've gone for that angle because, this is what I think, mm-hmm. that maybe they're like Australians are very stubborn and need like a real shock. They're like, oh, they really 100%. need to see a shock, you know, to and really... that's fine. Is that I what it is? That. I had is that a friend, why they did it? I had a friend from New South Wales Health message me this morning about it, which was, um, you know, these campaigns are normally reserved for populations which have been given the niceties the Already, n- nice and yeah. softlies, and there's been a poor adoption rate, then you roll out the heavy artillery. Mm-hmm. Now, we already know that's a fact because this campaign, which a lot of people don't know because I've done some research into it, was actually shot um, in December, early December last year. Oh. It wasn't, everyone thinks it's been shot recently. Where'd you find that out? Uh, 
Um, it was, I think it was on ABC. I think it was ABC right. was the source, but I can find that. If any, anyone wants to ever call me out on statistics, more than happy to reference my sources. Um, and it won't be from imacook.org.us either. <laughs> um, US. So the – so I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so it was, they didn't roll this out in December last year. Yep. There was a cho- it was a conscious choice mm. to not roll that out. Um, but I feel like there's already been such a lack of education around the vaccine there's been no, there's been and nothing. anything. I've literally seen nothing. I don't watch a lot right. of TV. To be honest. But we're going to start. Me and you're going to we're going to start sounding like um like kooks now. Yeah, I know. Like you know, anti-vaxxers and all that kind of stuff. And I have plenty of. No, friends. I'm very much pro-vaccination. Right? Put it out there. So that's yeah. yours on the record. Grace is pro-vaccination. It took me a while. Like uh, there was definitely hesitancy mm-hmm. just around the vaccine in general. You're twenty. You're twenty-six now. Yeah, about to be twenty-six in right. August. Uh, um, what what was the hesita- what what was the hesitancy behind that? Definitely, it was that. Um, it was definitely that first wave of information around like, oh, the, it causes infertility. You know, it's not safe for pregnancy. It's not Correct. safe if you want to have children in the next few years. So everyone, including family members, were like, oh, don't do that. That's that's whack. So I was like, yeah. okay, there's and no that point. Feeds in, that feeds into your point you just made about the Australian mentality of being stubborn. Yes. Um, I think yeah. if you go one actually no one layer deeper, actually one layer more to the surface is Australia, and this is why we absolutely live one of the best countries in the world, bar none. Um, we very much have a... Um, she'll be right attitude. She'll yes, be right. Yeah. Everything she'll be right. Well, this is one of those things where she won't be right. Yeah. And, you know, yes, we've only had 900 and I think today 11 cases. Mm-hmm. Um, last was 910 cases, 820 of those being in Victoria last year because that was fucked. Yeah. Um, and at that time it was like we also didn't have cases when correct. the vaccine was starting to get rolled out. But it's very real. We New didn't South see. Wales. Anyway. Also, in Australia, which is the re- part of the reluctancy, is that a word? Reluctancy. Reluctancy. Sure. Um, the reluctancy of people to get vaccinated or or take lockdown seriously yeah. is we didn't see the catastrophic images and we didn't no, experience exactly. it. The things that it wasn't are in, like India in New York. Yeah, like people use India. Like you, your first one was India, so like a million cases and this and that. So ultimately, if we're comparing apples with apples, um, India is a third world country, right? And their healthcare system is absolutely not comparable to America, Australia, um, mm-hmm. most European nations. Yeah, but. If people have forgotten the very real stuff that came out of um, New York City. Yeah. The big, bad, big apple. Right? They were burying people in unmarked graves yeah. um, off Staten Island. And that was a very real thing. We didn't see that, so we're not as scared. But ironically, mm-hmm. ironically, 14 months down the track, um, we have we have friends in New York that I get, sent, I get sent things and I see things on Instagram and Facebook and um, friends that are that are abroad, and New York is absolutely back to normal. Yeah, recovering. Well, yesterday, Las Vegas, it's recovering. You know the yeah. Con- Conor McGregor, um, Poirier fight. It was absolutely packed. Yeah, it wasn't a mass to be vac- seen. Vaccinated. Everything, and I don't even know. See, I don't know. You know that if that's fact. What you're talking yeah, about. no. I don't know if they're vaccinated. Maybe they've just adopted the whole oh, well, "if you die, you die" concept, right? Yeah. Um, but, but it's sad to see where we're at now, and there's no real. People ask me, I get DMs saying, oh, so what's the answer? If you think you have, I don't, I don't know how the fuck answer. People say that. What's the answer? They ask, you know, well, what's your opinion? I don't have the answer. It's like I have an opinion. I don't have an answer. My opinion, <laughs> right, but also I understand that my opinions are formed out as, um, as a small business owner. That you know I do, I don't want to pat on the back, but I have to pay people. I have very real costs. You know, it's uh, part of being a leader mm. is that you know you have very real responsibilities and accountability. Mine right? was definitely a lot more selfish because in the end I was like, okay, I've changed my mind about getting vaccinated. I I want the Pfizer one. Because eventually I want to be able to travel. <laughs> I want to Correct. be able to leave and the country. I don't want to be banked up. I it's don't like, want to be waiting. When everyone, yep. when all of, um, I'm not going to say that. No, I'm going to say it. When all of Sydney wants to go back to Bali, um, there's going to be a lineup. And if the infrastructure doesn't support that. Yep. Oh, for the record, I'm from Western Sydney. So that was a jip on myself. So we know. Um, was that 
if the infrastructure is not going to support people all of a sudden wanting to book in, mm-hmm. I might not travel for a long time. Or well, it's not even travel. Overseas is a real far dream. Um, I actually think there's going to be other ramifications for not being vaccinated. Now, so for the record, Grace is pro-vaccination. I'm, I will be getting vaccinated. <laughs> I will be. You know why? Because I put a lot of really, really bad shit in my body anyway in my lifetime. <laughs> not recently. Um, which whatever this vaccine is, it's going to pale in comparison, my friends. Yeah, I agree. And um, I was like, you know what? I've, been, I've had every single vaccine to date. Correct. All the ones I got through primary school, traveling ones, um, all of them. I've had every vaccine. Correct. I'm like, why should I be so hesitant well, about this one? I'm 35 years old and I've, I've been vaccinated from my cognitive memory once, which oh, is yeah? when I went, to, uh, I went to Thailand in 2007. So I haven't had a needle. You didn't get any in public school, primary school? Not that I can remember. Oh, wow. Right? Maybe, maybe not. After I asked my mum that, but um, 2007, and I think it was for typhoid or the mosquito one, um, I think. You can't access your health records, though, can you, Vincent? <laughs> I don't know, can I? <laughs> MyGov. Oh, really? You've got some dramas with MyGov, don't you? Oh, yeah, because my Chinese name, that's right. I can't, I, don't, I can't even <laughs> identify myself. That's the other problem. I haven't even been to use my Dine and Discover vouchers. Um, Why, though? I can't change my name either. Because then I can't authenticate myself. What's your real things. name, Vincent? I can't tell you, mate. You have to pay to find out, brother. <laughs> um, is that enough about COVID? Yeah. I think so. I think that's enough. That's but, what I mean. Sorry, I didn't say this. I did say this in my little, my little blurb in my Instagram post last night, which was, I don't care if you are a pro-vaccine, not vaccine, think COVID's real, think COVID's made up. I think that... And I'll save that for rant for another, another occasion when it's, maybe it's just me and I'll just chat and anyone that wants to listen can listen is... Um, and it's not being helpless or, you know, letting the system win. Um, I'm not making a mockery. If those are your opinions. They're yours. You're entitled to them. But what I do think is you should be very aware and alert when oh, – it's. you know, I feel like we live in a society now where I have to preface everything. I, I know. I have to give everything. You I have don't to give want to sound context. like a kook. I don't sound like a kook, but it's like when police – when the deputy police um, – whatever his title is. Commissioner? Is commissioner I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. Is whatever his title is, is out there on public record saying things like, if you buy a pair of shoes, we're going to question that if you need to. It's like, dude, it's none of your fucking business. We live in Australia. We're not in communist China. Sorry, CCP, if you're watching. <laughs> I know you can fucking kill me and shit, right? But, you know, yeah. we're, not in, we're not in Russia, Putin. I like your watch. I actually found out what brand watch you wear, Vladimir Putin, if you're watching. It's oh. Different conversation the other day. Um, on the weekend, I was bored. Um, eBay, available. So I just think that people need to start questioning. Oh, I sound oh like a yeah, kook. you I can't like say that. Man. I, I agree because like it's like we don't need like to question. It's but like but these civil liberties, it's like police enforcing things which are subjective. I think you know? when, when you're talking specifically about that, about the police, when you feel like you can't go for a walk with someone and they're going to ask you well, for exercising. Well, it was the incident last year. Anyone that has been following me long enough knows what happened at the gym. I own Ion Training. I'm the um, co-founder of Ion Training and founder. Um, Co-owner, founder, what did I just say? Co-owner, Whatever. Co-founder. Right? Um, and, you know, the police came and tried to shut us down last year for um, breaching a public health order. Long story short, TLDR, they were wrong. Um, they had to back down on that because we were ultimately there filming and trying to um, earn a living. This is before any stimulus package was um, announced, any job keeper, any moratorium. Um, and the point of that example is that if you don't know the law and you don't question how it's being implemented in society then people just start getting carried away. Oh, right? my gosh. Like, yeah. for example, you can ask questions. There are a lot of things. Once again, this will bleed into a much longer than we anticipated, but another issue is, you know, the, the inconsistencies on... What's that? The Eden is 
Eden is the stuffy that's under the table right now. Is pushing. She's pushing my legs around and it's really annoying me. Anyway, I don't. I don't. Oh my. Come on, bro. We're not, we can't edit this out. I'm like, is this good timing? Sorry, Bad timing? Just a quick intermission. There's a fire drill going on. I wonder if the microphones will pick this up. Hey, Zeus. Pull away from the mic. Dance break. She's like pushing my legs around under the table. Is she doing hey, it to you? You want to do me a favour? You want to go to bed? Can I tell her to go to bed? Go to bed. Yeah, Burp. she want to go to bed. I'll go to bed. <coughs> Stay. <coughs> this Where's is just our first podcast, guys. Thank you for listening. Where's the test um, tones? And tuning in. And I'm sure he's <coughs> sure they're coming. <coughs> um, so let's just wrap on a COVID. I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. We've got to do what we need to do. And we will continue. Oh, my. <laughs> Can't control that in a podcast, can you? <laughs> wow. That's it? All right. Well, I think we're good to go. You're nice. Uh, what's the next thing you want to talk about? How do you think we're going to play out in the next six months? There's a big question. Ooh. Oh, fucking curveball. Ooh. New South Wales, Australia, astute. Uh, I didn't uh, think that far ahead. It's a really big question. COVID. No, no, talk me through COVID and COVID and a shoot. Oh, guys, that's they're two very oh, different I things. I like the candle. Sorry, one sec. For the boys. For the boys. Hey, this is our favorite candle. So, Mecca Cosmetica. If you're looking to sponsor a podcast, Diptyque Feu de Bois. I think it is. Feu de Bois, but always say it for the boys. For the boys, it's definitely for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so COVID, next six months, talk me through it from a 26-year-old's perspective. Um, relatively conservative one that is going to be pro-vaccine. Relatively conservative. That's a very strict label, conservative. I think no, you're I'll relatively conservative. Yeah, you call me like a slice of tip-top white bread. Yeah, you're not Sonoma, you're not that fancy. Mm. <laughs> Sonoma, if you want to send us some free bread. Light rye. Go for it. Um, oh, good question. I actually am not sure because if you'd asked me this a month and a half ago, I would have been like, all good we're going to get vaccinated borders are going to open up rock and roll we might even go to canada at christmas time now i'm not so sure it sounds like we're going to be locked down till the end of Jan- uh, august um people will start getting jabbed towards the end of the year i don't think we're going to have international borders open until like anywhere between july and december of 2022 that's probably my biggest concern my parents live overseas my sister lives overseas she's having her first kid um my partner's family all lives overseas, so definitely traveling is important to me. So that's kind of my yardstick for success in the COVID world is can we get overseas? What happens at Astute over the next six months? Um, keep on carrying on. We keep finding those businesses that need content no matter what because that's what Astute does. We get shit done no matter what. It's starting to sound like a tacky Lorna Jane <laughs> Get shit done. My warm-up is harder boss. than your workout. <laughs> Um, Go boss. So, yeah, just keep finding awesome clients to work with that need content or can work as agile as us. Do you, think that, do you think that as a business – here's a big, deep, curly question for you. Mm, do you think curly. that as a business, um, our clients and uh-huh. not our clients, do you think that they should be spending more on marketing during a global pandemic or less or keep to the plan that they had? Oh, really depends on the business, I guess, doesn't it? Because if so. someone doesn't have the fucking budget, then no, you can probably stop spending on budget. Uh, sorry, stop spending on marketing and just try and pay your people. But 
depends on the slippery business. slope though, it's right? A slippery you keep paying slope. your people and you stop talking to the world. Yep. Yeah. Talking to the world, line, right? exactly. So I think that, you know, without bias and obviously we have clients that pay us, but mm-hmm. also we do a lot of consulting and we, we pitch the businesses that we may or may not get to work with. I think it is very important to continue your marketing. Yeah. Um, on whatever your point is, you should be using it as an opportunity. Without being tacky, without being corny mm-hmm. and too too COVID leaning, mm-hmm. you know, there was that whole burst of marketing and yeah, don't push on TVC it. is very much like, we're yeah. in this together. Yeah. It's like, I think that's done. My, my guiding light, um, the thing that stood out the most to me was the Uber campaign last year. Oh, um, what was that again? The stay at home. Uh, oh, no, no, sorry. Because um, what's their, their tagline is, thank you for riding with Uber. Oh, and it was thank yes, you for thanks not riding. Oh. Thanks for not riding with yeah, Uber. Yeah, that was so good. Um, so I Who think else did it well? Mm. Apple, obviously, usual suspects from a global level. I think at a, lo- at a local, uh, one of our clients, uh, My Muscle Chef pivoted very well last year, um, which was they had the uh, move with My MC. Move with so My MC. So kind of providing that value, that value content to their customers um, and also the, the always-on content, so their business as usual content, uh, very much – it was still – we still – produce the content it was just more centric towards being at home mm-hmm. and working from home as yep. opposed to taking a taking a meal to the office it was more about having it at home mm-hmm. and still having that convenience um and creating that time for you to get out of the house um during lockdown because obviously last year's lockdown was pretty uh, s- uh pretty significant compared to this lockdown although lol I'm probably going to get worse from here anyway from sydney um but yeah i think businesses should continue marketing i think a lot of businesses of especially if they are predominantly online uh unaffected mm-hmm. by covid yeah um, definitely affecting the sense that people's discretionary spend will be less yes um, i think so who knows right might lose your job and that's with those are the repercussions of lockdowns depends on the size um, of the business correct absolutely um so but yeah those are my thoughts on marketing during covid is that it for our first episode kind I think of that's all i got definitely digressed i think we're rolling into 30 minutes <laughs> definitely spoke too much definitely got a bit kooky a little bit. <laughs> We're not kooks. I think, I think it's one of those things where people, they say they're not kooks or the kooks, right? So, you know what? If I'm a kook, I'm a kook. I yeah. think it's a very, like, familiar sentiment amongst people right now. I think people so. are frustrated. The there's the frustration. Yep. There's, um, there's definitely frustration. So, I think, and not just from me, but, you know, we know that a couple of the team members, you know, it's, it starts getting – it's not playing a small violin. Obviously, we're all in this – we are legitimately all in this together. Um, but, you know, it doesn't – I think the key difference, and to wrap up on this, because I'm getting sick of talking about COVID already, is the the key difference in this lockdown is that there is Fox no eight. job keeper. There is no job keeper. Yes. There is no moratorium on commercial leases. Um, landlords uh, for rent for your house, for your unit, you know, they've not said that there's any break. There's no negotiation. So right now you do feel a lot more vulnerable. Yep. Whereas last year I think – um, Scott Morrison came out and said a lot of things and Frydenberg said, you know, $750 for, and it was the ongoing joke, which was a lot, a lot of people who are better off in lockdown with JobKeeper. Yeah. You know, if you're earning five, 600 bucks a week working at a bar, all of a sudden, happy days. You're happy to, you actually have, ironically, you're happy to stay home because you're actually literally being paid to stay home then. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's different this time around. I think it's something to think about. Um, happy to have Gladys on our podcast. I don't think <laughs> that's going to that. happen. I don't think that'll happen. Um, but I mean, who am I? I mean, Mark Burris said it very well yesterday. And I shared the story. If you guys head over to his page, on his mentored page, he, he summarises it. And a lot of people, you know, I, I saw some feedback online. People talk about, you know, what would he know about small business? 
Um, Someone said that. Lots of Bro. people said because he's got oh money. Oh, well, that's the and that's another Australian yeah, culture thing, which is tall poppy syndrome. syndrome, right? So you guys forget that this guy started out of nowhere, grew exactly. up in Western Sydney, it's insane. Um, to a poor Greek family, right? So I don't think people need that. And also, more importantly, he the majority of people that he lends to at a ground level are small business owners. So like he gets I think it, that right? guy knows a thing or Correct. two about Just business. Just a little bit, right? But anyway, um, I think that's enough from us, guys. It's been a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. <laughs> um, and we'll see you, hopefully with our first guest, maybe next week. We'll make sure it's all COVID safe. Um, For the boys. Fucking go on in the bag. Bye. Oh, no touching. Oh, fucking fuck touch that. me, bro. Sus. All right, bye. <laughs>